Welcome. You are listening to The Pod, the best NFT podcast there will ever be. Let's start it. All right. The third or fourth song is finally the, the last one to start the week, huh? That's how you want to start it, Adam? You want to have some good songs and maybe with that to end it? Yes. You want to start oh, off the week. That's like a good that. song. <laughs> that's a good song. Oof, my heart stopped beating. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh my God. Did you do that, like Katy Perry? Nope. It got Adam's right. heart beating. I'm buying more Tokyo Saints just on that comment and that comment alone. I only have eyes for one. I only have eyes for one person, and that's Ryan Reynolds. some people join us let me pin the spaces let's shoot let's see if we can get the saints in here as well get an update from Vindy the man what's happening you got some uh, heard some rumors i heard some rumors let's see tk how was your weekend i have been uh, damn i just got all spaces i've been off all weekend have you played any call of duty oh yes definitely played some call of duty uh i was ready for the space an hour ago but Come to learn that um, you guys have already had your time change, and us over here in America, we have not. So uh, <laughs> in the next like week, it's three p.m. through. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, found that out the hard way. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea, dude. Apparently. So what time Sunday. is it right now, Adam? Right now it's uh, eight, which is usually is when we run the pod. But apparently, seven is two p.m. for you uh, this week uh, to come. So <laughs> I have to keep that in mind. I just get it as usual. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Right, I pinned the spaces above, guys. Go and lick that thing with your both tongues, and uh, let's get people in here. Lick it good. Lick it good, baby. What? What is? What is happening? What are we doing in there? <laughs> but it has been a quiet weekend. <laughs> it has been a quiet weekend in crypto, right? I haven't seen well stuff, but I think we covered it last week. Um, with him firing, taking over Twitter, and firing everyone. I read a. I read a meme saying McDonald's is hiring ex-Twitter employees. So anyone that got fired from Twitter, just <laughs> go to McDonald's and they'll probably get you sorted. So if you get fired from Twitter, are you still, does that mean like your Twitter account's banned too? Like, is that like a full nix? Or is that just like, you know, we just going to cut ties here personally? <laughs> I think I think it's work-related, work dude. But I saw that Binance invested in Elon. I think that was the news today. Um, yeah, 500 is, million. Yeah. So, very interesting if, because I, uh, Elon was planning to, or he mentioned that he wants to make a B, V-chat. Uh, yeah. Twitter. So that would be super interesting if he can pull that off and have Binance as some type of integration with Binance and crypto. Interesting stuff. Right. Uh, India's with us. Got some people joining us. Let's start. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 78th episode of this thing, the pod. The last NFT spaces and podcast, hopefully, you'll ever need. To start it off with this week, we're going to be joined by High Rise Saints and Vinji, who is uh, yeah, previously known as Tokyo Saints and a Solana collection, which we have had on, I think, once before, right? Uh, with you guys sitting at 0.7. Sol, something like that, and it pumped a few weeks ago to 
I got it right. Now say 3.8. 3.8. Even better. Now sitting at 1.8, 1.9 or something. We got teased last time that there is a new collection. And Binja have told me uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff to share today on the pod. So uh, ready to hear about that. We're going to start talking some. I'm curious about your journey just de-rugging Tokyo Saints. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. And then we'll get into High Rise Saints. But it is an end off with uh, news with the juicy alpha. Let's see what you got in store for us. But uh, first off, Benji, how are you doing? It's Monday. I'm doing great. You know, lucky to be on the pod. Uh, love hanging out with you guys on the side. But obviously, love also talking to you guys about some serious stuff that we're doing over here. And thanks, Adam Atika, for having, for having us and myself on. It's nice to get some more formal, focused conversation for once. We usually go very off when we have our other spaces. As always... For anyone that's hearing High Rise Saints for the first time, what is it, Benji? So, High Rise Saints, collection of 799 NFTs. We took over the project August 13th. Um, been about two months now. Uh, since then, we started working on some things. We're now like, oh, how are we going to go about derugging? How are we going to go about rebranding instead of derugging? Uh, in a matter of fact, uh, not keeping the same name, not keeping the same art, just doing something completely different with the same community, with the same project, and going through the whole process of figuring out what we want to do and what's better, what's best for us in the long run and better for the community in the long run as well, which we came up with a couple things. Can't want to talk about them, but yeah, that's about it. It's wild. A bunch of people have been trying to take over projects that people have started. Um, What's kind of been the hardest thing for you so far, Vinji? What's what's been like your biggest roadblock? So uh, at the start, we were working with an analytical tool app uh, that was going to be very beneficial for the space, but it's something that has, you know, obviously in the process being done by people like Acid Dash uh, and Hello Moon, who are, you know, planning to release their Mumble app soon. So we low-key were on that for a while. It was kind of stressful, you know, finding developers in the space. It is stressful, especially if you don't have an in-house one. Um, an outsourcing one is very expensive. And it's like most of the developers that say they can do stuff in the space, uh, can't really do stuff. And, you know, once you present it to them, they're like, oh, shit, I actually do that, I can't, or can't do that. And it works into the complexity of, like, shit, what do I do now? Now I have to change everything. I have to change the utilities, which is a roadblock that we went through and we were able to get over due to multiple collections that we have outside of Web3. Beautiful. There is a lot of opinions in derugging a product. I always hear on spaces. There's two sides to the to the story, not to the topic. Some say I mean, that, that incentivize the rugs, right? That we shouldn't de-rug because it incentivize rugs. And others say that one why when we even have the art and everything ready, why not? Yeah, no, I fully agree. Uh personally, my good friend Jim, uh, he had told me before he even took it on, don't de-rug. Just don't de- you're fucking ridiculous, you're stupid. Um not because he didn't believe in me, but because he knew that he sees a lot of our friends that are our project owners, like uh, let's put for example, like Williamsville, Jerry Rascals, or any of those, he's good friends with them. He sees what sort of stress they go through, and he sees how long it took them to be successful in the long run. Um, he, of course, didn't want me to go through that, which is why he, you know, initially told me, hey, no, maybe don't de-rug, don't go for this, this, and this. Not in a bad way, but it's something that should be told to people. I don't recommend for anyone to de-rug. I, definitely not good. Um, long If you don't have the funds to to do it then it's gonna hurt you way worse you're gonna end up, end up spending more money than you're gonna make and it's not beneficial for either you or the holders when it comes to that 
Oh, wait, what's up? I'm just asking a question based on that, actually. Like, you said don't do it. It costs more money. And, and what made you decide to do it in the first place? Like, I know some so, people for, now that did it. So I just want to know what your thought process was, what you so had to or something else. Yeah, my thought process on it was I was already working on something completely else, working on a project, ready to invest money into this Web3 space and build well, whatever we needed. Um, some of the utilities we had in mind were already aligned with it. So basically, my good friend Jan, uh, he started working for this project called Talk to Saint. Um, obviously, I looked through it since he's, you know, what do you mind? It seemed a little bit scammy. So then my friends over at Rug Assassins, they said, hey, no, this could possibly be a rug. Uh, I took a job over there as advisor to sort of like, you know, have a more overview and inspect the, most, the things that were going on. I found out a couple of things that were and I called out the funder for it. He uh, got in a call with me, a private call, and said, hey, yes, I dot, 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 and, you know, went on about, you know, confirming all my doubts and saying, yes, I was planning on doing this because of this, this, and this. From there, he went on to passing over the collection to us, passing over all the keys. We had Ram from the Rock Assassin's team come over here and, like, do everything for us. But my thought process going through it was, Look, this community is already built. It has the exact people that we want to target in a radio of what they like, because most of them are in the side of they either like uh, anime NFTs or they like uh, sort of like video games or anything along those lines or just like more in the pop culture sort of type of holders, right? Like they enjoy the art and the art's obviously condom. It's like street wars, stuff like that. And it kind of was like the sort of people we target in place. So it's like, why not? How about this project? Take it on. And on top of that, this is benefiting us in the way that we're not going to have to struggle building a community. When the community is already here, we can just make it way better and expand upon it. So it's interesting getting people's takes on D-Rugs. You talked a little bit about your struggles. Do you think for anyone D-Rugging, you really need to think about funds? I guess that is going to be the biggest because when you make a mint, you get a big bag up front. When you derug, especially with these 0% royalties, you have to work with nothing, right? Spend exactly. Like, you, you realistically work with nothing. We weren't left with a lot. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I can't say exact numbers, but it definitely was not. A, it wasn't above the 400 soul that we were left with. Uh, the old funder did take a big chunk of it, a huge chunk of it, to be exact. Um, so, obviously, for us, it was like, yeah, no, we're not left with a lot. What can we do to capitalize on everything? Um, and it was sort of using our connections, my connections, Jero's connections, Devin's connections. They all were people who, like, we've helped in the past, so they were willing to help us now. Or people who were willing to, you know, either discount things for us or, you know, help us out through now. And then, you know, we can obviously uh, return the favor once the men is, like, back and we can pay them out, stuff like that. And it was really beneficial to see that for us because not a lot of people in the space realize how important connections are as a, as a D-Rugger slash project owner. Um, there's times where you might need to do something you might not know how to do it. And, oh, hey, yeah, I have a friend that works in that same area. Uh, he usually charges like this much, but I can, you know, go to him and be like, hey, explain the situation. And obviously, since we've been connected for a while, he'll do it. Um, it's something that we capitalized on that helped us out a lot. So my direction towards it is if you obviously don't have the funds and you think it's sustain you don't think it's sustainable, especially with 0% royalties now, then I would take the route of using your connections, which if you don't have, then it just completely goes back to what I was saying. But I don't recommend derugging whatsoever. What goes into making a derug? Like you have to have them. You need to get the keys, right? You have to make an agreement with the ruggers, right? Yep, you have to make an agreement. You have to get everything passed down. Luckily, uh, we had something that incentivized them to pass everything down. 
as he was dogs. He did dogs where you see where he missed up. Um, and then we had Rem from Rogue Assassins. By the way, if you guys don't know Rogue Assassins, is, it's a project that spots out rogues. And when a rogue comes through, they send uh, multiple notifications and multiple discords that they're linked with. And yeah. Be interested to see if we can have a solution for this because I think many ruggers, right? They just leave once they're out, they're out. Just delete the accounts and everything. Maybe even the wallet and the keys. I guess it's going to be a tough task to find a solution for. And also, at that point, we're incentivizing ruggers as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely agree with that. So it's you, Jero, and Devin, right? That's the team. Yeah. That's the that's the main team, yes. So tell me about about your rigged. So me personally, I remember we were organizing and just organizing a bunch of stuff. Uh, I did multiple IRL events, multiple um, organizing like via online events when COVID was around. Um, also had experience in a bunch of marketing since I didn't have to handle most of it for like those events as well, like making the flyers, stuff like that, some graphic design. Um, Basically, that's like my sort of very expertise with Jero. Jero owns currently three small businesses. He knows finance as well. He handles himself pretty well. You know, uh, puts himself out there. How he portrays himself really fucking well. You know, very well spoken, very good at public speaking. That is like sort of the area that he's completely good at. Like, I'm not gonna lie. If there's someone who's good at finances, definitely Jero. And then with Devin, uh, Devin comes from the area of like, hey, yeah, I know, like, uh, having the connections for manufacturing and distributions in the merch world, and same as like marketing and public speaking. And it's like the sort of all areas that we all have expertise in sort of connect with what we're doing now. So it's kind of like, hey, yeah, uh, we all come from this. Why not move it on to this now since we're all familiar with it? So it's kind of like all our strengths sort of align with each other and, you know, suit each other really well in that regard to where if one of us doesn't know something, usually the other one will know it or the other one will know it. And it works out pretty well. Nice. Um... So talked a little bit about the overview of High Rise Tokyo High Rise uh, Saints um, and the story with you guys. So right now, about... like, yes, yeah, no, a little bit of what's going on and what route we decided to take. As I was saying, we did go with an analytical tool app. Analytical tool app at the start. We completely scrapped it by now because it wasn't really aligning with what we had envisioned, and it just sort of wasn't us either. To now where we are going with more of a route of offering a service, but also uh, going with a mass adopting route of mass adopting a company from Web2 to Web3. For example, um, let's say you're partnered with Nike and you're trying to do, Nike's trying to do stuff on Web3, but they, instead of starting a project, they just buy it, like, you know, get into a project that's already out there and offer, offer them the tools and the services to offer that service for them, sort of deal. Um, to be exact with us, we are partnering with Scorpio Merch, which is co-owned by Devin, who founded Killer Merch in 2015, and Travis Barker from Blink-182, and a couple other people. Um, Devin had been working in the merch industry since 2015, when he started Killer Merch, and he did product lines, like a lot of stuff for Jeffree Star, Mr. B's, uh, Chris D'Elia, and a lot of other people, to where he started this company with... Travis, after he quit that one, to just, you know, create something where he actually had ownership, like full owners, like a, a lot more ownership than he had in the last one. Um, with this, he essentially handled a couple of the accounts already, like, like for Event seven, uh, Sevenfold or SpaceX that they're handling right now. 
And he always had the dream of, you know, passing over to Web3. Uh, he came to the idea with me and Jero. Obviously, me and Jero said this is we usually, like, you know, listen out to each other. As, his, as much my project as this, as much Jero's project and as much Devin's project, you know, we obviously try to listen to each other with this. And it kind of matched more with what we were doing on the regard of our project looks like it was streetwear. It looks like, you know, something like, oh, you can buy a store, it's kind of like streetwear, you'll wear it out, you know, type stuff. And we wanted to take sort of that route to where we can make our collection every piece be wearable or something like that, or we can make it so that we can publish shops or we can expand it amongst like uh, a lifestyle brand and actual lifestyle brand. Cause you know, we're like on the topic of that, we are actually providing the utility way beforehand. We even meant that. So that's the sort of route we're going with. But if you want me to get more into it, you can, uh, but I don't go ahead. So you're moving. The first step is, is moving into the street where, um, moving into a street where brand right? with killer, killer merch. Well, basically how it works, uh, Devin has access to all the manufacturers and distributions from Killer Merch, and he's just doing the same thing with Scorpio. So it seems like Killer Merch, Scorpio, Higher Sense. We're basically their digital arm in getting their feet wet into Web3, basically masked up onto Web3, to where if a project wants to do merch or do any sort of like or anything, they would come to us. We do everything they pay us, and then it's like we, you know, it's a split between Scorpio and us. Um, can't really just get fully into that because of legalities. We, like, you know, we're still in the process of like saying contracts, stuff like that. But that's essentially how it works. Now, for regarding the utility, obviously, we know that a lot of parties have done this, like primates, the Greeks, uh, a couple other parties that are working on that right now, like Nekozuma. So, the difference between that is that we have already reached out to some of the top projects in Solana and are already providing are planning to provide these services before we meant so. We're aiming right now towards Mint, you know, December, January, around there, doing pre-sale around when, when we're in our Basel. So we're offering all these things to projects like Trust Lab, Shredded Apes, Jelly Rascal, um, Stone Apes crew before we get near the Mint to prove people that we're actually here to do what we say, to show them proof of work, and that we have been already talking to projects and doing their stuff way beforehand we even Mint out which, in my opinion, is not something that a lot of projects do, which is why we decided to take that route. And I know Killer Merch uh, have been working, I don't know if this is public, but have been working with some people in the past. Are they? Is this going to be like a marketing play for you, or do they simply provide the merch and the distribution? So it does work as a marketing play as we are in the process of like, you know, putting out all the stuff in regards to Killer Air, Killer Magic, High Rise and Scorpio, or um, High Rise Saints, X, whatever company we partner with for manufacturing anything. That is something that, yeah, we are allowed to capitalize on in the regard to partnerships. Yes. And marketing. And I say DRUG and also with the 0% royalties, I guess this is going to be another uh, stream of revenue for you guys as well, right? Yeah, no, so this is uh, mainstream revenue compared to all the other stuff that we're doing. So basically, apart from this, we have the boots thing that we're doing with IMSO um, and Medicham and stuff like that. And then we also have the things that we're working on with Kipoverse as well. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, have you thought anything about, have you guys as the founders and building this community thought anything? You started getting into tools and now you're getting into more streetwear. You have a targeted uh, I guess yeah, audience or I'm, realistically with our audience uh, people like this way more than before in the regard of uh, I've had people reach out to me being like oh yeah no dude you sound like way more excited now that you're doing this uh, you sound you know way more about this than that uh, or people are like oh that's so much more hype because of the big names that are with the project and stuff like that 
So it's just more hype to them in general than we're doing in the past. And so what we're doing in the past is all creating a tool. Well, you know, the most D-Rugs do that. With us, we are the opposite at that point of a D-Rug. It's like you guys successfully managed to rebrand a project and detach it completely from the word D-Rug to where you can go in a space and most people won't even look at you and think, oh, that's a D-Rug. So it sounds if we were to put a word on it, it sounds like you're moving into a brand, right? Yeah, exactly. We moved over to Predictive to where uh, people don't even, you know, like not just us except the ones that were here in the start and obviously know. Um, and now look at us like, oh shit, this is an actual project that's very professional and is actually doing stuff for the space before even Mentiel, which is super fucking big. Because uh, obviously we saw primates. Primates, they promised this, this, and this. I'm not trying to show shit, I'm just like giving you an example. Um, they promised a lot of things and we saw a couple of them, but that was after Mint. And even after Mint, it was a slow process of, oh, getting this, this done, this done, to where we have everything set up on the Web2 side, so it's just a matter of just connecting the projects with what they want to do and us doing it. Awesome. Let's get into the new collection a little bit more. Like, North, how come you decided to make a new collection? Was this, as you said, detached from the rug? This was, apart from being a detached, it was also like more on the tech side because there were some difficulties with this collection as of not all the royalties look straight, to be honest, and also like some things with the hash. Like, damn, this sucks. Uh, we have to do something about this. And it's also such a small, a small collection. It's only 800 NFTs. We can't even capitalize on expanding the community with that. And of course, every time the floor goes up, people are like, oh, no, you guys are watch trading on a small collection or stuff like that. And it's like, what the fuck? Uh, we arms that we can handle 800 compared to that uh where we if we had a 5,000 collection completely normal we can expand upon the community of course floor price would dilute a little bit but still now we get to welcome in new members and give wireless to people from not just solana but other communities as well as like ethereum or whatever um we went out with so it benefits us in the long run on regards of expanding A question for you, Vinji. You mentioned about something of the new collection being on another blockchain. Um, what's what's sparked with you, and um, what can you tell us about that, my man? So with that, uh, Devin actually owns Angel Dust with Sugar and some other people. And when I heard about this, I really am good friends with the people at Crossman, and you know I like what they're doing over there. And I thought, hey, so I come from Ethereum. I obviously love Solana. Why can't we capitalize on minting with both Solana and Ethereum so that we can unbring people from that community over here? Uh, for example, I hang out with some like the Sappy Seals, they're pretty fucking cool people. I would love to obviously have them in my community. Oh, but how do I do that? They don't know anything about Solana. The only way would be to them to mint in Ethereum and market it over there as, as much as over here. And sort of we took that route to capitalize on that of course we also added bnb to it to capitalize on funds since a lot of people over there are willing to invest into like solana or ethereum projects but don't really know much about them this is a great way to show them a project that is already partnered with indodos which they trust to launch us to be able to feel comfortable investing so the collection is still going to be on solana but it's going to be yes the main collection yeah, in solana is just mintable in other currencies via Crossman. 
Right. It's a very like rough market to release a, especially now. Maybe this will change under you guys, but it's a very rough market. So probably, how do you plan on combating this? So at the moment, with what we realized, uh, obviously it's a tough market, but we've seen collections. Of, we've seen Meta Tattoo Club, Meta Tattoo Club do it. We've seen a couple others currently being successful in that area. Of course, we've seen some fail around the same collections I said us. The thing that holds us back is that we don't just want to mint that in one day. We don't really, we don't need essentially all the funds from it. We are okay with leaving the the mint over for mint open for three days, four days if we have to. But in the long run, we will mint out, and either way we will stay here and keep building regardless of minting out or not minting out. Uh, if there's something that I can firmly you know, admit openly, is we will not lower the mint price and we will not lower the collection size. And what is the collection size and mint price? 5,000 and mint price, I cannot disclose just yet, but it's something that once we are completely set on it, will not be lowered or hired or anything. Right, right. Uh, I've seen some sneak peeks. Maybe we should pin something of the new art. So with that, actually, um, the new art, we, <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, we went with more of a youth thing where uh, when we partnered with Scorpion Killer, they weren't really happy with how it looked. So we're going through a process of changing it. Uh, the post should be taken down pretty soon with the explanation on why. We just haven't gotten that through that because we're still having like a peer manager write the whole PR message with everything, including like, oh yeah, this, this, and this, and grammatically having it grammatically correct. But those arts that we like put out there will be taken down pretty soon, just because we are going with a sort of different route. As of working with one artist that like we weren't giving too much direction to, which this time we're providing him with a whole portfolio of what we actually want, so that he can just draw it out and make it way easier for him and also on our side as well. Right, so you're gonna change up the art again? Yeah, no, it's still gonna be the like Gundam helmets. Just the helmets that are on that picture are gonna stay the same. It's just the clothing and the body that are gonna change. As you can see, it has metal bodies. Uh, obviously, we weren't happy with that because obviously the normal saints are just humans. They just have Gundam heads. So we're going with more of a hu uh, human sort of aspect to it, to where it has human skin tones, stuff like that. And we're also planning on adding some women to the collection as well. Nothing too big, maybe like five to ten percent of the collection. Uh, but yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Let me first. Uh... more about the collection, actually. So the first 800, which are the burnable ones, which are the ones that are on the floor right now, that will be burnable for, like, the new ones. Uh, essentially, with each one of them, we'll have this trait called, it's kind of like with the Legion Trash Bandits, it's an exile trait. Uh, it's a trait that's in certain entities, whatever. We'll have the same thing, but the first 800 NFTs only, and that specific trait entitles you to in the future. That might be like one of the bigger dubs, and also um, we're doing something. I'm so Chris for like his the I'm so metaverse and everything. That having that trade on your NFT, which would be only in the 800 original ones, would benefit you and you getting that airdrop and being like either sell it or do whatever you want with it or actually put some use onto it. Which, if you want to know what it is, is basically a 3D version of the high-res thing to where you can use it in the I'm so metaverse. We were also personally big gamer i don't know about the other founders um do you guys plan on making a gaming community as well so at any point uh at some point of course we do plan on explaining that on the regard of obviously we know how big the gaming market is and to target them with something like this which is like oh dude they look sick they're like gundams they're like you know humanists as well they like anime characters people love that shit. obviously we know that we can capitalize on that and expand with it as in regard of if we ever want to do a game let's say 
I'm not going to confirm it, but we may have or not have connections for that to where, you know, it would be beneficial. Obviously, we wouldn't make a play to earn. We would make an actual game. Just, yeah, that, of course, uh, we can make some sort of wall integration to it, but it's not like we're planning on, oh, doing some play to earn game in the future type of deal. No, it's just multiple things that we can expand on regards of making a game, making a uh, comic, making a show, whatever we want to do, we can expand on just because of the certain theme that we decided to go with. But I do want to speak a little bit more on the collection. Um, apart from there being, you know, 5 to 10% of women, and now this as well, uh, there's also going to be a level system that works sort of like with MTC. So where it goes from Skechered and Immortal, as we go from level 1 to level 5, it will have specific... And they will all randomly accept the first 800, which are the ones that are on the floor right now. Those, as soon as you burn, they'll either be anywhere from the 3rd level to the 5th level, which are the highest. And those allow you to earn more token, which the token, uh, all the tokenomics are getting handled by Devin and I'm so Chris, which have been on the tokenomics side of things for a while, and they know what they're doing, and I completely trust them with it. Is this going to be the main way to, you know, with the token and tokenomics, you always have to earn it, you always have to spend it. I guess earning is going to be staking, right? And that's spending. Yeah, so earning is going to be staking, but it's going to be sort of like non-lock staking to where... Your NFT would be sort of like, let's say, uh, with the trust labs. If anybody here has trust labs, you know how you can stake it. Uh, it puts in a 30-day 30 30 lock period, but it still stays in your wallet. It's not like, oh, no, it takes it for you and it doesn't return it to you. You can't sell it. No, it's kind of like 30 days locks to earn the token. But if you want to sell it, because all I say, you just don't want to hold it anymore and like, it's really up, you just cancel the 30-day lockup. You don't earn any of the rewards, and then you can just normally go sell it. It's not like an actual lock period where it takes your NFT from your wallet, and it takes this amount of time to claim it again and claim the token, and you have to keep doing it over and over, like with uh, Hydra or any of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's get into the, the UC Alpha. You said you had some news. Do you have any well, want to share with us? Yeah. Uh, so we had a space the Capers community recently, and I loved their vibes a lot. Uh, really cool people, and I reached out to Kais, Kais from Okapers. Uh, I was like, "Hey, uh, we're working with this, this, and this." I was wondering if by any chance you guys are interested. I was like, "Oh, actually, yeah, no, we're looking for uh, a new manufacturing company for merch since the last one we weren't really happy with." Uh, he had me on Discord, and now we've been going from there, and things are looking pretty nicely. So if we can lock this up, this would be one of the bigger deals that we locked, like kind of with like the Stone Ape crew one as well. Um, apart from that, like on the Alpha side, uh, so now that Scorpio is going to be partnering with us, they have ownership within High Rise Saints as well. So there's much owners, me, Jero, and Devin, and they of course brought in a representative to handle that side of things. Their representative is Daniel Rojas, who's the photographer and, and graphic designer for a lot of people like MGK, Travis Barkin, a lot of other people. Uh, I, he's posted on the account since he was a graphic designer as well. Now he is representing Scorpio by being the sort of fourth guy slash owner. So now we can capitalize on that. We can market with that as well. And it's another thing that will bring outage to Web3 people and putting to Web3 because they're hearing about this. And on top of that, it's a really fucking big thing because he's obviously very huge in the Web2 industry, entertainment industry. Interesting. Let's see if you can lock. That would be really big, dude. If you can lock the so the the pr proposal without telling us too much is to provide merch for okay, right? So yeah, essentially. So us, we don't just do merch. We do apparel, clothing lines, and any sort of collectibles. Like uh, 
easily we can get a custom collection of Funkos done. Obviously, the MLQ is different, but it's kind of like, oh, let's say Harry Saints is going to get their own Funkos. We would literally just reach out to Funkos, send them an email from the official score of your company, and they would instantly just by seeing the name, hey, this, this, and this. Obviously, they would accept. And that we are able to capitalize on in the regard of saying, yeah, we are partnering with Funko because we're doing multiple Funko collections for other people. So let's say, you know how like, there's numbers on each NFTs? Let's say if we did uh, Daily Rascals. And they won like let's say six thousand nine hundred sixty-nine Funkos, like uh, their actual collection. They would be able to like just put the number of each Funko together with the NFT, and do whatever they want with that. So we are basically able to do anything. Interesting. So how far? Let's see if they can close this. But uh, anyways, <laughs> thank you for sharing. Yeah, including like gold balls, which I know Trust Labs were talking to them about that since they were interesting, like growing with like golf. <laughs> Golf clothing and golf uh, apparel. So that's like another thing amongst those lines that we're able to do. There's a couple of cool things uh, that we're planning to capitalize on in the long run. Obviously, these next couple of days and weeks, you'll be seeing a lot of this more posted because we're planning on having more transparency with this. But we're waiting on finalizing the contracts to have everything set. Do you have a uh, timeline of anything? Or like, where do you see yourself in like three months, six months, a year from now? What's your guys' plans? Well, I mean, I can honestly give you a whole rundown of where I see myself, where I see the project and myself in like three to five years as well. It's kind of like we're going to keep going with this, capitalizing on like doing much other projects. And, you know, if a lifestyle band project wants to come on, we can obviously just do their whole thing for them, which, of course, is something that uh, most projects don't have access to where they promise these sort of things, but they don't actually have it. Oh, you can just reach out to us and we can do it. To where I see ourselves going upon this is expanding on it, doing it for multiple projects on Ethereum and Solana and whatever big project wants to reach out to us and then expanding on the other side of like other utilities. For example, our trade mar- our trade marketplace will be background-based that, that is getting built by IMSO or our token system and providing the service for other people that don't have it yet or capitalizing amongst expanding on having multiple pop-up shops in LA or land or whatever. Uh, just completely expanding on both the Web 2 side and the Web 3 side and capitalizing on it. Interesting stuff. We're moving very fast here, guys. Uh, I have a few more things I want to know, but uh, if you guys, as listeners, have any questions, feel free to come up and uh, raise your hand. We can take some listener questions, as always. Do you, Vinny, do you plan on having any, I know you're in the thinking stage and we talk a lot, uh, we're talking on the pod as well, so we know what's going on. Do you plan on making a formal, like, I guess, roadmap or what you hope to accomplish as well? Uh, could you repeat that? I didn't quite get the question. A form of what? So we, we're talking a lot, so we get a lot of knowing, and I know you guys are very active in spaces and stuff. I think most of the community know what you guys are working on. But I mean, do you plan on putting out a vision and a kind of roadmap or something like that? So on the roadmap area, we don't plan on putting out any roadmap. Roadmaps attach you to things that you don't know that might change. Uh, for example, look at us. We said that we're going to do the analytical tool app, and then now we change to something bigger. Obviously, it's good and beneficial, but at the same time, uh, it's something that we had to put in a roadmap. People were getting, had gotten mad at us, which I'm completely glad we, glad we didn't put it on a roadmap. Now, what I will say, we can put out a business plan or a sort of white paper, like version one or something like that. But that's the most we'll do to put it sort of on paper. Like we'll tweet it out or post it on the Discord to keep, of course, the community informed. Which this upcoming week, slash Monday to Friday, uh, we do plan on putting out several announcements at least three a week to keep the whole community updated. 
we do realize that we've only been posting spaces, but it's because we've been trying to connect with the community, seeing what they like, what they don't like. And now we're in the stage of we're going to go a little bit more quieter and how to handle all these things in the background while still keeping you guys updated within Discord and Twitter. And now we're also in a marketing stage to where we're reaching out to a lot of spaces to see if we can sponsor them or seeing if we can uh, hop on like AMAs or something like that. For example, we'll be on Primus on the 1st of November, 5th of November, 7th of November, and the 11th of November. That's good. That's good. That's one thing I really like about you guys is that mostly you, Vinny, but I think the other ones are also very present in spaces. They're out there. Um, so if anything happens, you're reachable. <laughs> Like many collections or not, I think that's going to take you a long way. Yeah, like, now we're just in a step of just marketing in general. Uh, we're just trying to find someone who can, you know, make graphics that are pretty clean so that we can pose these out. Um, I know like a couple of people in the space are good at it, but just trying to find someone that matches our vibe uh, to where we can be like, yo, yeah, uh, high rise scenes, X Straps Labs, we're doing their merch, or high rise scenes, X Stone Dave Crew, we're doing their merch now, or high rise scenes, X OK Bears, possibly. Uh, we're doing their merch now type stuff. Will the community profit of this as well, like RevShare? So we would not do RevShare whatsoever since we don't think Russia is, you know, a thing that is acknowledged in the space as it's been shamed upon multiple times. And people might see it as, oh, that's a rug, compared to what we would do, if anything, would be capitalize on the token and make the token sustainable at a certain price, if anything. So that would be the sort of quote-unquote rev share that we would do, if anything, via the token. That's better from a legal, from a legal uh, point of view as well. Yeah, uh, obviously not good to just be saying, oh, yeah, we're giving out free money, people just for being a holder type shit, when we can just capitalize and make the token sustainable, which, talking about the token, if we do go and everything else is planned, and let's say we have shops in multiple areas across the United States, and we have a Shopify store and everything, um, we would obviously use our token as currency for all those things. And it's something that will, of course, you know, uh, head towards a sort of point where the token is mainly just our sustainable thing that's used for everything. Uh, any partnership that we do, people will be able to use our token sort of deal to where it's actually profitable. Um, on that regard, talking about Shopify, we also do offer services with Shopify. So we can make a Shopify store wallet integrations to anyone. Anyone who comes with us, let's say they want to do their merch. Oh, but I don't have a merch store yet because, you know, I don't have developers. Well, we can literally just send a Gmail to uh, Shopify and they would allow us to use the desert or the wallet integrations, Solana integrations, and SPL tokens as well. Because Devin is good friends with the senior merchant manager at Shopify. Oh, shit. Whole merch is coming, guys. You're ready. Awesome. Guys, uh, do you have any any questions? I saw Jordan and Grim came up as well. Do you have any high ride saints news? Or if, uh, otherwise, uh, Vinji, if you had told us a little bit about the secret stuff you were going to share here today, do you have anything, any other news you want to share? That I can share as of now? No. What I will say this, we did lock down one account that we will start working on since yeah, we've been working on it since yesterday. Uh, we locked down the Shredded A Club. We are officially doing their things and uh, their apparel. That is one of the first lockdown ones. The other ones are all in the process of getting locked down because we're in talking stages of all of them. So yeah, that's about the only alpha I can give as of now. That's new. You're working on a lot of stuff. Like I would love once you have some more structure uh, to, to the vision to just have a 
something to keep up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's why we want to put out more announcements on the Discord. It's just kind of hard because we only have a team of eight people, so it's kind of like, oh shit, we have to like post the announcements and we also have to do this and this. To where it's me, Jaron, and Devin, and we're usually the ones that handle all the things with partnerships and everything, and we don't have that one person that can consecutively put out announcements on the Discord. Which obviously we're all very well organized and time wise and everything, but it's still kind of hard to handle the Twitter stuff, handle that, and then on top of that, also post like concurrent announcements on the daily on the Discord as well. Yeah, yeah, the small little high community. I checked the whole list, two hundred and seventy uh, of believers. Yeah, let's see. Vinji, uh, before we go, I also want to know like anything that like, we talked about debugging a project, right? And your experience with this and advice is strongly not to debug <laughs> a project. Is there anything else you've learned like so far in your journey as a founder um, that you can share? Yeah, no, I, I, I did learn something. I learned connections are the most important things. Uh, I know Spoonik has always says this, and a lot of people cringe up on this, but your network is your net worth. Uh, if you know more people, you're always going to be well more benefited, especially if you know the right people. Um, it's just way easier to capitalize on that or get more benefits out of it than having actual money, of course, which both are beneficial as well. But sometimes you know, or you're better, you can get things for cheaper when you're well, when you're better connected with some sort of people. That is true. Your net network is your network. That is very true. Yeah, but talking about network and network, yo, Grim, what's good? Yeah, what's going on? Grim has a good network, so he should have a very good network at this point. <laughs> Everybody knows him. Um, possibly. People know of me, but not me. But it's cool, though. It's all good. As long as some of my work precedes itself, I'm happy. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Network is your net worth. Without the people around you, you essentially just you. Everybody else has to, you know, see value in themselves too. But if they see value in you and you connect those things, then you'll go a lot further. So what's your network again? Give us a, a number here. Uh, I don't want to put a number because then I'll be uh, then I won't be able to charge more. So we'll leave we'll leave <laughs> we'll leave the top with we'll leave the cap off that bottle and let the sky be the limit. So my net worth is the biggest number in your bank account. Right, so it's big. It's a big number. It's good. Yeah, it goes up every time you uh, put, put some money into. <laughs> hey, if you don't value yourself, then who else will? Right. That is true. Right. But I don't know if anybody has any questions or Adam, if you have anything else to ask me, you know, feel free to do it. Yeah, now it's the time, guys. Um, we'll see. We'll probably talk to. We're definitely going to talk to Vinji again. If you maybe you can give a because you have all this upcoming stuff, right? And you have a collection on secondary. If you were to shill this <clears throat> collection, Tokyo Saints, on Magic Eden right now, what would you say? Like, why should someone go and buy it? Tokyo well, obviously, um, if you want to invest in a project that has, you know, a cool ass community and it's pretty active and well put out there to where a lot of us are very active on Twitter and not just Twitter itself, because obviously, oh no, just because you're active on Twitter is not bullish. 
but we are full, fully transparent with what we do. We always try to make it clear. We try to give the community some sort of opinion in what in the things that we do to where they influence some of the things, but not fully. Um, apart from that, it would, you know, allow you to invest in a product that's actually proven to do something. And it's plenty of mass adopting a actual company over to web from web two to web three as more projects are trying to do the opposite, going from web three to web two. So that's speaking a- of your, your community, um, with who's winning the uh, the Dow race? I know it was the yellow hoodies um, last time I yeah, checked. So uh, actually, the yellow hoodies did win right now. For like, uh, we already got the top five Dows written now, and we've already raffled out. So we started at the wheel to find out who would get them. Um, if uh, you want to go over the list really briefly, Scully's is Cloudy, Stacy King, Brian, and we're missing a fifth one. Yellow hoodie Dows, Isabel, Oscar, Twanky, Sapo, and Six. Leathers are M Mark, the Deep, DJ Ida. Japanese jackets are Toasty, Jiraiya, TK Wags. We're still missing a fifth one. And then cat jackets are Nessa Baby 27, Sesti, and .com. So, uh, pretty much sound like Japanese jackets for the W, and there's room for one more winner in there. That's pretty much what Vindu was saying. If you guys didn't catch that, one more Japanese jacket to be clear for the winning team. Okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and basically, to give you some honesty, you know, so you see your Anon Club in a high-rise science format, just send me your Anon Club or whatever you want to send me, but yeah. I'm going to be looking for that uh, that one-of-one Joker or Clown high-rise science when it comes out. That's hey, mother, that's my one-of-one. One. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, stay away from me. That's what I thought. No, but we're doing a couple one-on-ones apart from, from the ones that we're doing for, like, you guys. So we have the Crossman one-on-one that we're doing, the Balloons one-on-one, Angel Dust one-on-one, and then we're doing two extra ones, which we're still deciding. Thinking of either doing something like uh, Ghost Kids or another project that we're talking to sort of deal. BSL. Yes, sir, no, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, BSL, hold on, hold on. And those, uh... Those one ones will be mintable, so you'll be able to mint them. And uh, out of those five, whoever gets them, well, you know, they'll have some decent amount of value to them, some benefits. Who knows? Can't really get into that. Let's just say that me and Task have been talking some things. Yeah. I'll, I'll send my wallet over so when the mint happens, I can just get airdropped. Oh, no, no, no. Already, don't worry. You've been, like, you've been blacklisted already. Whoa. Beautiful. Buying another high-rise thing right now. Let's go. <laughs> Bullish on putting your friends. Let's fucking go. Yep. Can't wait for the BSL partnership. Let's see. BSL? Well, I mean, I've reached out to G, um, G2K and some of them. Mm, talking about some other techs, I think. We haven't even talked about, like, oh, possibly doing any of that yet. But if it does get to that, possibly. Who knows? Oof, oof, let's see. Let me talk to Alex. Waking up, waking up on the dockers. Like, sleeping, dude. Perfect, guys. So, should we, what do you say, TK? Should we run it off? Yeah, how about I do it today? I want to do the closing. Yeah, let's let them do it. I like that. We've never had that before. Let's get it. Yeah, so guys, this is the pod, episode 78 with High Rise Things, sponsored by Hyperlaunch, hosted by Adam and TK uh, every single day across the week, except Saturdays and Sundays. Make sure to tune in on Spotify and Twitter. Adam, you may be taking your job, bro. You know, if things don't work out over there at High Rise Things, 
know, you know, go, go ahead and uh, out the pod there, didn't you? Well, I mean, this is my job beforehand, so I mean, like, what the fuck do you want me to say? <laughs> so I, I need to get a guide you. Uh, wait, I'm, I'm gonna send you a DM. We're, we're gonna have Vinji do the outro, but you need to be saying this. I think Adam saying it wasn't quite up to his standard, but it, but it was pretty good. I think that's what. Damn, no, it, was very, it was very good. <laughs> I, I just need this coming. Oh, <laughs> you want me to repeat it, Adam? <laughs> yes. All right. So, <clears throat> and also, uh, before we go, you need to. What song do you want? The song for the outro video. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll do it again, uh, and then you can Is put there... in the song right after I finish. Right after I finish, you put it. Okay. Is there Thank a song you, you want to play? Uh, play any fucking song you want, Adam. Just no Katy Perry. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Let's hear Vigi for the outro, guys. Uh, otherwise, see you tomorrow. Vigi, shoot it. Oh, fuck. Wait, you sent it to me on my personal account. You fuck. I can't even fucking see the notification. Oh, wait. Never mind. I can see it. Okay. Here. Okay. I got you. Uh, <clears throat> this is episode 78 of the pod with High Rise Saints sponsored by Hyper Lunch. Thank you guys for coming over here. Uh, it's hosted by Adam and TK every day from Monday through Friday, some Saturdays and Sundays, where they usually take a break. Uh, tomorrow we'll be talking about some at those updates, and can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. Now, Adam, thank you for playing the outro. That was amazing, Ninja. You're hired. And you're hired. But we don't pay you. On the mission and get high up, I know that I'm a die, reaching for a life that I don't really need. Never listen to replies, learn the lesson from the wise. You should never take advice from a nigga that ain't tried. They said I wouldn't make it out alive. They told me I would never see the rise. That's why I gotta kill him every time. My heart don't bleed till I'll never see so much. Been a nigga since I came out my mama Thinking God, daddy never